0: Hello, it's Eric, welcoming you back to another soothing episode of Listen to Sleep. In this week's original bedtime story, we'll venture into the heart of the Scottish Highlands, where a wandering bard named Rowan embarks on a quest to uncover an ancient ballad said to hold the power to bring peace to the land and its inhabitants. Through encounters with mythical beings and the wisdom of nature, Rowan's journey becomes a tale of discovery, healing, and the unifying power of music. I sure would love it if you're able to, if you could support this podcast. And when you do, you get access to over 400 premium episodes with just the stories and meditations. No ads or introductions. There are less than 1% of the listeners who actually support this, and they keep it going. If you'd like to be a part of that and get some great benefits for it, just click the Support Listen to Sleep button on Listentosleep.com. And while you're there, don't forget to join my email list because I'll send you a few great gifts when you do. There's a beautiful, sleepy audiobook download, a couple of relaxing recordings of the creeks around the cabin, and a 30-day guest pass to Aura. It's a great sleep and meditation app, and you'll find lots of my stories and meditations on Aura. So just enter your email address at listentosleep.com to get it all. There's a link in the show notes. Let's take a deep breath. In and out. Just letting go of the day. Feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress, and another deep breath in, and out. Nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be, this is your time, quiet time, and one more Deep breath in with me, and out. If you get tired while I'm reading to you, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. The Ballad of the Wandering Bard In the heart of the Scottish Highlands, where the air whispers with tales of old and the earth sings with the echoes of ancient melodies, there began a journey unlike any other. Rowan, with hair as wild as the untamed landscapes and eyes alight with an unquenchable curiosity was known throughout the land as a bard of unparalleled talent. Yet within their heart smoldered a yearning for something more, a connection to the very soul of the music that seemed just beyond reach. One crisp, dew-laden morning, in a village nestled among the rolling hills, Rowan heard a tale that would alter the course of their life. A wise old woman, whose knowledge was as deep as the locks and as vast as the sky, spoke of an ancient ballad. This was no ordinary song but one of powerful magic, said to quell the restless spirits that wandered the highlands, lost and forlorn. The ballad had been scattered by the winds of time, its fragments hidden throughout the land, waiting for one with a true and open heart. To reunite them. The prophecy spoke of a journey fraught with peril and wonder, a path that only the bravest or the most foolish would dare to tread. Rowan, feeling the call of destiny, knew that their life until that moment Had been but a prelude to this adventure. They felt a connection to this mysterious music that they could not explain, a pull towards the unknown that they could not resist. With a heart full of hope and a lyre slung over their shoulder, Rowan bid farewell to the familiar comforts of home. The journey ahead was uncertain, the path unmarked, but the fire within them burned brightly, a beacon against the shadows of doubt. They traveled through forests where the light danced with the shadows across fields where the wind played melodies on the blades of grass and alongside rivers that murmured secrets of the past. As the sun dipped below the horizon, painting the sky in hues of gold and crimson, Rowan found himself at the edge of a loch, its waters still and deep. The air was thick with the scent of pine and the earthy musk of moss. It was here that their quest truly began. Under the watchful eyes of the stars, witnesses to the unfolding tale of of the Ballad of the Wandering Bard. This first step into the unknown marked the beginning of a journey that would weave Rowan's story into the fabric of legend. A tale of courage, discovery, and the unbreakable bond between the land and its songs. As Rowan stood at the lock's edge, the twilight whispered its secrets in a language that only the heart could understand. The wise old woman's words echoed in their mind, a beacon calling them forward. The ancient ballad lost to time, yet alive in the marrow of the land, beckoned with a voice as old as the stones. It was a melody interwoven with the very essence of the highlands, a song of peace and tumult, of shadows and light. The night enveloped Rowan in a dark cloak of stars, the lock mirroring the heavens above, a reflection of this world's silent beauty. It was in this moment of solitude that Rowan felt an unspoken kinship with the earth and the sky. The journey ahead was not solely their own, but a path walked by many before them. With the dawn, Rowan ventured forth, the quietude of the night's revelation guiding their steps. The quest for the ancient ballad was more than a search for fragments of a song. It was a pilgrimage to the heart of the land itself, a journey to understand the melody that pulsed beneath the surface of the world. The road led them through villages where time seemed to stand still past crofts where smoke curled lazily into the sky, and through ancient woodlands where the trees stood as sentinels of the past. In each place, Rowan lingered, their lyre a bridge between them and the people they met. Songs were exchanged, stories told, and with each encounter Rowan felt the pieces of the ballad drawing closer, as though the land itself was whispering its secrets. But the highlands were full of contrasts, where beauty hid danger and tranquility masked turmoil. Rowan learned to tread carefully. Their senses attuned to the world in and around them. As Rowan ventured deeper into the heart of the highlands, the air became thick with the scent of heather and peat a fragrance that spoke of the land's ancient heritage. It was in this setting, where the veil between worlds seemed thinnest, that Rowan heard the whispers of water, a melody that beckoned with a haunting allure. The lock stretched before them, its waters a mirror to the sky, reflecting the tumult of clouds that raced across the heavens. Here, the boundary between myth and reality blurred, and Rowan felt the weight of their quest pressing upon them with renewed urgency. The old woman's words echoed in their mind, a guiding star in their quest for the ancient ballad. Yet, as they approached the water's edge, it was not just the promise of the song that stirred their soul, but the palpable sense of crossing into a realm where the stories of old were alive and breathing. It was then that the Kelpie emerged, not with the ferocity of the legends, but with a grace that belied its potent nature. Its form was fluid, a creature of water and mist shifting between the semblance of a horse and a more human shape, eyes deep as the lock itself, holding within them the stories of centuries. Rowan, ever the bard, recognized the significance of this meeting. The Kelpie, was not merely a guardian of the lock, but of one of the fragments of the ballad they sought. The air hung heavy between them, charged with an unspoken understanding. Rowan, aware of the tales that painted Kelpies as deceivers, and predators of the unwary approached with a respect born of their deep connection to the land and its creatures. They spoke not in demands, but in the language of the heart, a melody of genuine curiosity and reverence for the natural world the Kelpie, taken aback by Rowan's approach, found itself intrigued. Here was a human who did not come with greed or the arrogance of conquest, but instead with humility and curiosity. The creature's form solidified, and it spoke, its voice the sound of water cascading over rocks, telling Rowan of the ancient ballad's power to heal and unify, a power that had been fragmented as the song itself was scattered across the land. Rowan listened, their heart resonating with the Kelpie's words. They understood then that the quest was not just about the retrieval of a song, but about restoring a balance long lost, about healing the wounds inflicted upon the land and its denizens. The Kelpie, sensing the purity of Rowan's intent, revealed that the fragment it guarded was imbued with the essence of the lock, a melody that captured the depth of the waters and the spirits that dwelled within. But the Kelpie warned Rowan of the challenges ahead the ballad's fragments were protected not just by physical trials, but by the need for understanding, compassion, and a willingness to see beyond the surface of things. To earn the lock's melody, Rowan must prove their heart's true intent, not through a test of strength or wit, but by sharing a song of their own, one that spoke of their journey, their hopes, and the connections they sought to forge. Rowan accepted the challenge, their fingers caressing the strings of their lyre, drawing forth a melody that wove together the threads of their experiences, the beauty and the sorrow, the solitude and the unity. The song rose into the night, a prayer to the land and an offering to the Kelpie. As the final notes faded into the air the Kelpie bowed its head, acknowledging the truth and depth of Rowan's spirit. In that moment, the fragment of the ballad was revealed, not as a tangible object to be taken, but as a melody that flowed into Rowan's heart a gift of understanding and connection. With the lock's melody now a part of their spirit, Rowan knew that their journey had truly begun. They thanked the Kelpie, who vanished into the mist, leaving Rowan alone once more, but forever changed the encounter had not only granted them a piece of the ancient ballad, but had also deepened their bond with the land and its mysteries. As dawn broke, painting the sky in hues of pink and gold, Rowan set forth from the lock, the melody of the water, echoing in their heart. The path ahead was fraught with unknowns, but the encounter with the Kelpie had illuminated the way forward, not just towards the fragments of the ballad, but towards the understanding that the journey itself was a path of realization. The highlands continued to reveal secrets as Rowan ventured forth, the melody of the lock still resonating within. The land unfolded in rugged beauty, each step a further entwining with the ancient spirits that roamed this realm the journey led them to the ruins of a once majestic castle, its stones weathered by time, and cloaked in a mantle of ivy and moss. It was here, amidst the whispers of history, and the sighs of the wind, that Rowan felt the pull of another fragment of the ancient ballad. As the sun dipped below the horizon, painting the sky in shades of twilight, a chilling wail pierced the silence, a sound that seemed to echo from the depths of sorrow itself. Rowan, heart steadied by their encounters and the wisdom they had garnered, moved toward the source of the lamentation. In the center of the ruins, shrouded in the twilight's embrace, stood a banshee, a shimmering visage that spoke of grief and timeless watch. Contrary to the tales spun by firesides, the banshee bore no malice or omen of doom. Instead, her eyes, deep pools of mourning, met Rowan's with a sorrowful understanding. She was bound to this place, a guardian of memories and the echo of a lineage long faded into the mists of time. Rowan approached with the reverence due to such a being, their lyre clasped gently in hand. I seek the ancient ballad, they began, their voice a soft murmur amidst the ruins' quiet. I am told its fragments are scattered, each guarded by those who hold the land's deepest secrets. The Banshee listened, her form flickering like a candle flame in the wind. The song you seek, she replied. Her voice, the rustle of leaves against stone, carries with it the weight of countless sorrows and joys. It is bound to the soul of this land, as am I. She spoke then of the lineage she mourned, a family whose laughter and tears had once filled these halls. With each word, Rowan felt the depth of her lamentation. A sorrow not for death, but for the silence left in its wake. The banshee, misunderstood as a harbinger of demise, was a keeper of connections, a reminder of the bonds that transcend time. As part of the ballad, the Banshee continued, I guard a verse steeped in the essence of loss and the strength it breeds. To carry it forward, You must understand the beauty in mourning, the love that underlies grief. Rowan nodded, their heart open to the lessons this land and its inhabitants continued to offer. They shared a song of their own a melody that wove the lock's depths with the wind's whispers, a tribute to the journeys that shape us and the losses that define us. The music filled the ruins, a balm to the wounds of memory, a bridge between past and present. As the final note quivered in the air, the banshee gifted Rowan with the verse, a melody of haunting beauty that spoke of enduring love and the resilience born of grief. The fragment did not come as a mere transfer of notes, but as an understanding, a shared mourning that transcended time and space. With the Banshee's lament, now a part of their own song, Rowan felt the ancient ballad grow within them, a living celebration of the land's spirit and its people's heart. The encounter had taught them the power of compassion, the strength found in facing loss, and the importance of remembering those who had walked these paths before. As they left the castle ruins under the cloak of night, the Banshees' wail, no longer sounded as a cry of despair, but as a song of remembrance and hope. Rowan carried with them not just another fragment of the ballad, but a still deeper connection to the land, its stories and the lives interwoven with the melody of the ancient song. The journey was far from over, each step a further weaving of melody and memory. Yet Rowan moved forward with a heart fortified by the encounters that had marked their path, the land itself guiding them towards the unity And healing promised by the ballad's completion. As dawn broke, casting a soft glow over the highlands, Rowan's quest for the ancient ballad continued, each note a step closer to understanding the true essence of the land and its people. The journey was not just about the music, but about the connections forged in its pursuit, about the stories that bind us across the ages. As Rowan's journey unfolded beneath the expansive skies of the Scottish Highlands, their path led them ever upwards, into the realms of mist and stone, where the air held the chill of forgotten ages. The mountains loomed like ancient sentinels, their peaks shrouded in clouds, their slopes steeped in legend. It was here, amid the towering crags and echoing valleys, that Rowan sought the next fragment of the ancient ballad, a chorus guarded by beings as old as the land itself. The last of the mountain giants. The ascent was arduous, a test of both body and spirit. Each step took Rowan higher into the realms of the giants where the wind spoke in gusts of ancient tongues and the earth seemed to pulse with a deep, resonant power. The landscape was a stark beauty, awe-inspiring and daunting, a place where few humans dared to tread. In a secluded valley, nestled among the highest peaks, Rowan encountered the giants. They were beings of stone and moss, their forms merging seamlessly with the mountainous terrain, their eyes gleaming with the wisdom of millennia. To the untrained eye, they might have seemed part of the mountains themselves, But to Rowan, they were the keepers of the land's deepest secrets, the custodians of its oldest stories. Approaching the giants was a moment of both trepidation and reverence. Rowan knew the legends that the giants were protectors of the earth, that they viewed humans with distrust, for many had come seeking power or plunder, caring little for the balance of the natural world. Yet Rowan came with no such desires. Their quest was one of unity of healing the rifts that time and misunderstanding had wrought. With a voice that carried the melody of the land and the respect it deserved, Rowan spoke. I come in search of the ancient ballad, they said, their words echoing against the stone. I seek to mend what has been broken, to reunite what has been scattered. The giants, moved by the sincerity and the purity of Rowan's intent, regarded them with a new light. Here was a human who understood the sacredness of their quest, who recognized the interconnectedness of all life. The giants deliberated among themselves, their voices a rumble like the shifting of the earth. And then they turned their gaze back to Rowan. You seek what many have forgotten, one giant spoke, her voice the sound of boulders grinding together. The song you pursue is more than a melody. It is an echo of the land's soul a binding force that connects all beings. The giants agreed to share their part of the ballad, but not before imparting their wisdom to Rowan. They spoke of the cycles of life, of the enduring strength of the mountains, and the transient beauty of existence. They told Rowan of the respect that all creatures must hold for one another and for the earth that sustains them. The chorus they bestowed upon Rowan was a powerful harmony that spoke of the impermanence of even the land and the ephemeral nature of life, a reminder of the emptiness that gives rise to all form. As Rowan listened, their understanding deepened, and the ballad grew within them, enriched by the giant's ancient wisdom. The melody, was a confluence of voices of the wind and the stone, of the water and the sky, a testament to the unity of all things. With the giant's chorus now echoing in their heart, Rowan continued their journey, leaving the mountain valley with a sense of humility and purpose. The encounter had been a profound exchange, a gift of knowledge and song that underscored the sacred connection between humanity and the natural world. As Rowan descended from the mountains, the landscape unfurled below them, a vast expanse of life and history. The journey was far from over, but with each step, the ancient ballad grew closer to completion, a harmonious union of melodies that may at last heal the wounds of the land and its people. The path ahead was shrouded in mist, the future uncertain. Yet Rowan's resolve was steadfast, bolstered by the wisdom of the giants and the enduring strength of the mountains. Their quest was a beacon of hope, a journey to awaken the spirit of the land through the power of the ancient ballad. With the mountain giants chorus still echoing in their soul, Rowan descended into the verdant valleys that cradled the heart of the highlands. The journey thus far had been one of discovery, not only of the ballad's sacred melodies, but also of the land's profound wisdom and the interconnectedness of its inhabitants. Now, with the fragments in hand, Rowan sought solitude to weave these diverse threads into a unified song that could heal the rifts tearing into the depths of the land. A secluded glen where the river's song mingled with the whisper of the trees offered the perfect sanctuary for this heroic task. Here, the world seemed to breathe in harmony with Rowan's own heart, a place untouched by time's relentless march. As the sun dipped below the horizon, casting a golden glow over the land, Rowan began the delicate process of piecing together the ballad. The task was daunting. Each fragment, imbued with the essence of its guardian, sang with a unique voice. A melody of water. A harmony of wind. A rhythm of earth. Yet, as Rowan's fingers danced across the strings of their lyre, a profound realization dawned. The ballad was not a mere collection of notes and words. It was alive in the spirit of the land, a reflection of the unity and diversity that defined the highlands. Rowan played through the night their music a bridge between the fragments, drawing them closer until they began to intertwine naturally. The melodies of the loch, and the lament of the banshee, the wisdom of the giants, and the spirited songs of the villages all began to merge into a single, cohesive whole. The ballad grew not just in complexity, but in depth, each note naturally arising from the journey's lessons and the bonds formed along the way. As dawn broke... Painting the sky in hues of pink and lavender, the ballad found its completion. It was a song of breathtaking beauty, of sorrow and joy, loss and discovery, a harmonious blend that spoke to the very essence of existence. In that moment, Rowan understood that the ballad's power lay not in its individual parts, but in the unity they represented, a mirror to the land itself and its myriad of stories. The realization was transformative. Rowan felt a profound connection to the ballad, to the land, and to the journey that had led them here. The song was more than a means to heal the land. It was a call to remember and cherish the delicate balance of all living things, a reminder that unity could be found In diversity and strength in the acknowledgement of mutual dependence. With the ballad's heart now beating in unison with their own, Rowan knew their quest was nearing its end. The song, once scattered across the highlands, now resided within them, a beacon of hope and proof of the journey's worth. Yet one final task remained, to return to the village where it all began and share the completed ballad. to unleash its healing power and restore the harmony that had been lost. As Rowan packed their belongings and set out from the glen, they carried with them not just a song, but a legacy of the land's enduring spirit. The journey back to the village was contemplative, a time to reflect on the lessons learned and the challenges overcome. The land seemed to acknowledge Rowan's passage, the wind a gentle caress, the earth a steady support underfoot. The anticipation of the ballads unveiling filled Rowan with a mixture of excitement and nervousness. The power of the song, now fully realized, held the potential to mend not just the physical scars of the land, but the spiritual rifts within its people. It was a responsibility Rowan did not take lightly for they knew that the ballad was a gift from the land, a sacred trust to be honored and shared. As the village came into view, nestled among the rolling hills like a gem cradled by the earth, Rowan's heart swelled with gratitude the journey had come full circle. Its impact would ripple through time, a melody forever intertwined with the soul of the Scottish Highlands. Rowan's return to the village was marked by a quiet anticipation, the early morning mist still clinging to the ground as if the land itself awaited the ballad's revival. The villagers, stirred by the subtle yet unmistakable change in the air, began to gather in the central square, drawn by the promise of something profound. Rowan, standing before them, felt the weight of the moment, a culmination of a journey that had transformed not just their understanding of the world, but their very being. With a gentle strum of their lyre, the ancient ballad began flowing from Rowan's heart like leaves carried by a gentle stream. The melody was rich and full, woven from the many threads of their journey. Each note a memory, each chord a lesson learned. The ballad filled the square, enveloping the village in a warmth that seemed to reach deep into the heart of every listener. As Rowan played, the magic of the ballad began to unfold. The restless spirits that had wandered the highlands, drawn by the song's power, found solace in its melody. Their gossamer forms glowing softly as they gathered around the square. The air vibrated with the harmony of the ballad, a simple song that spoke of peace and reconciliation, of the enduring bonds between the living and the departed. The natural world responded in kind, the trees around the village swaying gently as if in dance, their leaves rustling in quiet applause. Flowers bloomed with an intensity of color that seemed to paint the world anew. The land itself seemed to breathe a sigh of relief. The rifts and wounds inflicted upon it by time and neglect beginning to mend under the ballad's tender care. The villagers too were transformed by the song. Old grievances and sorrows held tight for so long began to dissolve in the face of the ballad's truth. Eyes met in understanding Hands reached out in forgiveness and hearts opened to the beauty of their shared humanity. The ballad in its completion was not just a song, but a bridge connecting individuals, generations and the land in a circle of healing and unity. As the final notes of the ballad lingered in the air, a profound silence enveloped the square. It was the silence of awe, of deep contemplation, a collective moment of realization that something extraordinary had occurred. Rowan, looking around at the faces of the villagers, saw the impact of their journey reflected back at them. The ancient ballad, a catalyst for change and renewal. The power of the ballad, however, was not in its magic alone, but in the journey it had inspired. Rowan understood now that the true essence of the ballad lay in the connections it fostered, in the reminder that every heart holds a note in the song of life. Their quest had been a journey of awakening, not just for themselves but for all who heard the ballad's call. As the day gave way to evening and the stars began to emerge in the twilight sky, the village settled in to a peaceful slumber. The ballad once again reunited with the very spirit of the land continued to echo in dreams and whispers a lullaby that promised protection unity and love. Rowan sitting quietly in the afterglow of this monumental shift felt a deep contentment Their journey had come to an end, but the story of the ballad would live on, a legacy of their wanderings, a beacon of hope for future generations. In the stillness of the night, they knew that the ballad would continue to weave its magic a timeless reminder of the beauty of the world and the power of a song to heal and unite. And so, under the watchful gaze of the stars, the village drifted into sleep, wrapped in the serene embrace of the ballad. The wandering bard, their task complete, found rest at last, their heart at peace with the melody that had guided them home. Good night.